Welcome, Natalie. <laughs> Do we have to say anything to the Faking It podcast? I'm Miriam Hart. <laughs> and this is Faking It. Dina Dina, a rich man's world. Have you listened to any is of my... Is that how it goes? Something like that. Have you not listened to my podcast? Um, Not really. I listened to one episode with your mom. Okay, so you listened to the one episode and about I sex. And I listened to one... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's okay. Yeah, it was just like, I don't know. I want to hear this. So yeah, I brought you onto this podcast because I think a lot of people have questions about us and our relationship and what the fuck is going on. And I thought that maybe we can just clear the air a little bit and tell mm-hmm. people how our about our relationship and kind of maybe give them all of it. Like how we got together. All of it. All of it. Yeah. The tea. We, the tea of what it was like being together, hmm. why we ended the whole story. Um, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yeah. Where we are right now. And so, yeah, I thought that maybe we can share that with my faking it fam. Let's do it. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. All right. So you wanna, do you want to kick it off and say like how we started, how our relationship started? Um, yeah, sure. So our relationship started by Miriam swiping right. You wait. Okay, yeah, continue. You did swipe right. Yeah, but okay, you're right. You didn't didn't technically swipe right on me. No, I mean I no. You matched with me. I matched back. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you wait, guys. Just so you know, sorry. It's okay if I interrupt you for a second. I just wanted to say that my the way I I swiped with Natalie was I asked her to watch a Disney Plus film with me, and it worked. So just if anybody wants to do that, it works. What did I put in my bio? I put um, like whoever has Disney Plus. Oh yeah. Like I'll go on a date with looking for somebody Disney. who has Disney Plus or something, yeah, something like, like that. that. So cheap of me. <laughs> like buy Disney Plus. I genuinely didn't. <laughs> Whatever. Uh-huh. It worked. It worked. I, I got a ton of responses. It was a very successful line if anyone wants to. All right. So then yeah, so that had that line. Went on a date. Went on a date. Um Watched a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and after that, we hung out. <laughs> Should like, you say anything else or no? Uh, Should I say anything else? I feel like we already said it on the show, didn't we? It doesn't matter. It does. Comes out again. Yeah. What is it that you want to say? I just want to say that was my first time sleeping with a girl. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That was, so that was the first time deal. I had sex with a girl. Was the Disney night movie. It was not my first time I had sex with a girl. But All right. That was clear. Yeah. Okay. I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, should I take over? I can, we can go back and forth. Yeah. So then we were dating for like, we started dating for a little bit for like two months, mm-hmm. I would say. And um, then I think, yeah, we just started liking each other and it wasn't mm-hmm. like official. There's nothing that was official yet. But then when no. I was leaving in the summer and you were leaving in the summer, we were both leaving 
You were going to Sweden. I was going to travel. I think we dated for like two to three months. Before I left? Before, yeah. I think we, what is it, April or something? Yeah, it was April that we met each other. April and then like May left in June. So it was Um, like two. Yeah, and then in June we had such a funny conversation. Do you remember that? No. Before we left both. Oh, yeah. Or before I left to go home for Uh a little bit. Mm -hmm. We were like, what are we doing here? Yeah. We needed to have that conversation because we were both leaving each other. Yeah. And our, well, we're, yeah. But we were both like, let's not put anything on it. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. If we want to be with other people, we'll be with other people. Yeah. Mm. I think we both said that we're open to being more serious, but we don't know if now's a good, like, we don't want to say anything yet just because we're about to both travel. And so we'll see how we feel. Yeah. I think also, when I, when I went home over the summer, I was going for like two months. So I was going to be gone for right. kind of a while. And yeah. our, whatever that was, had gone for so short. Because mm-hmm. we only saw each other for like Not once that many a times. week. Yeah. No, it was like once a week because we were both so busy. So yeah. we didn't really, it was not like we saw each other every day. Right. And you were flying back and forth and mm-hmm. I was like in school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and playing tennis. Yeah, I was playing a lot of tennis. Yeah. Um, so we hadn't really been with each other for that long. Totally. So it was, I think that was that we did not U-Haul. No. Nice. We did not U-Haul. That's contrary to so many yeah, lesbians. We really did not. We did not. We really took our time. Yeah. Like, so then it was, we traveled for a month and then I came to Sweden. Mm-hmm. And then during that time, we talked like every single day. And yeah. that, and that was a sign. It became very clear. That we both when wanted we to left, be. That it was like it. Mm-hmm. We literally FaceTimed every single day, texting yeah. all the time. Yeah. You even told me before I left, you were like, I'm not a big texter. Right. I don't like being I'm on still the phone that texter. much because yeah. I, I like, I'm so busy and I stay busy and I don't want to like do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, well, <laughs> she's texting she me every day. She's texting me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'm getting selfies and mirror <laughs> oh updates my gosh, all the time. It's so funny. It's such a throwback to so cute. This. You were like sending me like selfies in the mirror when you like thought you were cute. Yeah. I remember taking those photos so and like trying to get the perfect like, angle. Yeah. <laughs> and being like, oh, this is good. And then sending that photo, you know, like editing the I lighting was like, a you little. You so cute. You're like, yes. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I'm like, that's what I want. That's what I'm looking for. It's <laughs> so, actually funny. Yeah. I remember actually another moment was when I was in Paris and I think it was before I saw you and I remember going to a mall with like my sister or something Mm -hmm. and going to like the jewelry section and I'm not a big jewelry person like everybody knows this about me I only wear what people give me Mm -hmm. for the most part but I was like looking at the jewelry thinking like what would Natalie like you know and that was like the first time that I actually ever started like looking Mm -hmm. at jewelry and I'm like what the fuck is going on like I literally almost bought just like this Dior necklace so I don't think you got me anything. Did no, you? I didn't. I didn't buy right, it. Right, right. I just, this is something that happened, you know? Right. I was like, where is that jewelry? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I lost it. <laughs> I was like, oh my you God. Would, if you would have it. You would not lose it. You would no, not lose it. No, I still it. have that. Yeah. Which is also funny. That you still wear that bracelet. Well, how early your mom got us these. Yeah. Yeah. My like, mom actually got Natalie the first piece of April, jewelry. Fun fact. In May, we went out with your mom for brunch. Yeah. And she got us matching bracelets, mm-hmm. which is a very bold move to do when totally. your daughter's only dated someone for a month. Yeah. No, it was more than a month, though. It was like a month and a half. A month and a half, probably. Yeah. And so you're the first girl I ever introduced yeah. to my mom, too. And then oh. she literally just went, she went, we went to her mess store and she was just like, yeah. oh, let me buy this for you guys. Yeah. I was, <laughs> and like, I was like, oh, wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> it's not like my girlfriend buying me a bracelet. It's like my not girlfriend yet because we only dated for a month and a half her buying mom. me a great bracelet. Yeah. 
It was crazy. But it's a good bracelet. And the fact I that love still this bracelet. Wear it, I'm still wearing show it. Show the people what it is. Yeah, it's super cute. It's, yeah. I've had it for like a year. I don't More even, than a year I don't now. take it's it off It's been almost two that. years now. Yeah, I don't really take it off. Great quality, Hermes. <laughs> <laughs> this is Hermes ad. They're sponsoring this podcast. I'm joking. They're not. Wish. Unfortunately, maybe they should. Um, but, but yeah, so then I, there was a month and then I came to Sweden um, and then I remember the first day that I was there, we were yeah. like sitting by Sweden's beautiful y'all. Just so you know, whoever people who are not from Sweden, go to Sweden in the summertime. It's so nice. Yeah. It's so peaceful and calm. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting, you live on the lake yeah. and we were looking over the water. And then we like both asked each other at the same time, pretty much like said like, yeah. Oh, I guess, I guess we're girlfriends now. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, do you want to be my girlfriend? And you're like, do you want to yeah. be my girlfriend? And I was like, okay. And you're like, I think it was the first day you came. We were like, it was the first I don't day. know, laying in the couch and we were just like, so we've been talking. I was like, have you been with someone else? I, I don't know if I asked you that. I don't think, I don't even think don't that think came up. But it was just like. We both knew that we didn't, you know, like. No, which is very clear. Um, and I think I started it because I was like, so are we something now? And we're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I remember just being like, okay, so you're my girlfriend. And then, oh my God. Remember? So I know. I was like, girlfriend. And you're like, yeah, you're like, girlfriend. Like, I guess it was just me doing that. Yeah, I think you were the only one doing that. <laughs> I am very oh, cheesy. I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so then that's how we became officials after, mm-hmm. this is literally like the least lesbian experience, like story for a lesbian yeah. couple. Like we waited three and a half months to be official. Like even saying I love you. So let's go to that. Let's fast forward to the first time that I love you. I feel like actually there's one thing I want to talk about though. Mm -hmm. Faking orgasms. When did Mm. you realize that I was faking orgasms? I asked you super quickly. Well, how fast was it though? It was not, it was like probably the third time. No. Yeah, it was pretty quickly. When I was like, are you faking How'd you know? Because like, I don't know. It's just something when people... When it's like this classic faking, like was I like I moaning know. and like yeah, you're like and it was like kind of fast, and oh, I was like okay, this is like that was fast, like I don't think she actually. <laughs> so then I just asked, and like you can like somehow like see on like the body expression if someone orgasms or not, mm-hmm. and you were just giving the vocal, <laughs> so I was like hmm. <laughs> I think she's faking. Have you ever been with somebody who's faked it besides me? No. Not that I know of. Mm-hmm. I mean, if someone has been. But, <laughs> um, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're like, like, why? This is what you said. You said, why are you faking orgasms? Yeah. Something like that. I was like, why are you faking this? Like, I, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. You know? And then, uh, did I lie to you or did I say I am? I feel like I said I am faking them. No, yeah, I know what you said. What? I was like, did you, did you orgasm or like, did you come? And you were like a little bit. And I was like, there's no little bit. Like either you do it or you don't. Like I genuinely said, I think you said that that might've been the first time or second that we slept with each other. When I asked you, like, did you, I didn't call you out for faking it, but I just asked if you came and you were like a little bit. And I was like, girl, like I wasn't born yesterday. (laughs) For me, I was like, maybe you can orgasm a little bit. Like, I don't know. I was like, that's not how it goes. That's funny. So, yeah. Okay. I think that's when I knew. But then I, like, brought it up the next time. Got it. So you brought it up. So this is definitely a part in our relationship, the whole, for me, the whole orgasm thing. And this is where Natalie was, like, fucking amazing. Also, the second time we yeah. hung out, 
you said that I was the first girl that you'd been with. Oh, yeah. So then it's also a higher probability that you hadn't. Because uh-huh. I don't, like, I have a bunch of friends that have never um, had an orgasm with guys. It's very common. Mm-hmm. But with girls, it's not. I don't think it's that common. It's not. The data actually shows. I think it's, like, there's data 80, on this? Yeah, there is. In uh, women on, like, women-woman relationships, it's, like, 80-something percent. Yeah. That, like, both people orgasm yeah. as opposed to, like, women with a man. It's, like, less than 30 percent. Yeah. Um, I would assume that's. So that's the data on it. So it is very cool unlikely. Stats. Yeah. Which is very interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, I would say another part of like a thing in our relationship, but Natalie was very, always very good. She's very confrontational. So you're yeah. just like, why are you faking orgasms? And to me, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like this person is just confronting me about things. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to handle it. Cause I was, I was not confrontational at all. Um, and that was something that we had to work. Like I had to work on that. You were really good about supporting me with. Um, and yeah. got through the whole orgasm thing. Eventually had my first orgasm. Yeah. Cool, exciting. Nice. Uh-huh. And then there's a whole story there, but this is also something that we talk about a lot on the show, like the internalized homophobia. Yeah. I've talked about that a lot. I remember um, something else I was confronting you about. Yeah. It's like, I was like noticing that some stuff wasn't like, like you weren't enjoying some things. And I was like, do you not like this and you're like what and I'm like no if you don't like it you tell me and I don't do it or if you like that tell me so I'll do that um but that had to do with like a lot it wasn't just in bed it was like we would be like oh what restaurant do you go what do you want to go to and you'd be like what do you want to go to and I was Mm -hmm. like no like what do you want to eat yeah because you would always like kind of please me with like oh I want sushi okay let's go get sushi or you know it was very like what do you want today oh I want to watch a movie in bed what do you want to do oh i'll do that too right but you don't really want to like i don't know no no you're 100 right like that was something that like i was still i'm still working on too like yeah i haven't that hasn't fully resolved yet i would say that like need to please a partner yeah in a sense so like that's too extreme that's not healthy for either person no you know and that's probably just because of where i came from i mean like yeah no yeah i would say like in the relationship stuff for me that's where my community is still living in my body or like still yeah. living in me. Like I think I've gotten over all the other things for the most part, but mm-hmm. when it comes to a relationship, like that's something yeah. that's still actively working on. Um, yeah. So I got, like you got a lot better at it though. Oh, like yeah. listening to yourself, just mm-hmm. like speaking up was. Yeah. And I think I'm very lucky that I had you to like not hate me or not, be upset by and be so patient with me for the most part and be like consistent and say, Oh, like, is that actually what you want? Are you just saying that because you feel this way? Yeah. And then being able to talk to me about those things, you know? Um, okay. So that was something was the pleasing. Yeah. And then definitely work through that in our relationship. Uh, and then let's skip forward to I, the, I love yous or I, do you want to talk about, I mean, we don't have to talk about it, but okay. I think for me, like, I, we said it like five, I said it to you. You said to me first mistakenly when you were drunk once Mm. and I didn't really count, but like, sure it was out there, but you meant it. I mean, yeah, I meant (laughs) it, but I feel like if someone would tell me that drunk, I would be like, Oh, that doesn't count. Totally. Which is what I thought. So I didn't know if it actually meant anything. But yeah, we waited five months until we said, I love you to each other. Mm -hmm. I waited five months. You waited like four Mm -hmm. and then uh, (laughs) I waited five. You waited four. (laughs) That's a month earlier than you? Yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. How did I do it? Whole month. Tough. Mm-hmm. 
But, but then like, to me, even right now, I feel like there is still love that I have for you. You know, like, even though we're not in love with each other anymore mm-hmm. and we're not together anymore, there's still like, I have ever since that moment, like the yeah. love that I felt for you is still there. It's still just like love as a person, mm-hmm. you know, it like it went from being in love to just, to me, it's kind of the same. I think that's why it took so long to say that to you yeah. because it meant that like, it's not that I'm just in love with this person. It's that I love this person mm-hmm. and I will love them for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know? And so, what? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um, no, I mean, it's just a different kind of love. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> Oops. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, sorry, just got a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but I hear you. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. So cool. <laughs> Great, you're like Mariana. Why? Yeah. Fast forward to us doing a reality TV show together. Yeah. Want to talk about that? Sure. What's it like being in a relationship with somebody and filming a reality TV show? I'd say when we were going through it I would have just been like no like whatever it's like an experience um but like now afterwards I would say it's really tough yeah like I don't think if I would want any relationships to hold in the future I would not put it through a reality show Mm -hmm. it's just like a lot of breaking down your emotions a lot of like talking about like uncomfortable stuff in front of like cameras and like putting yourself out there a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very stressful for a relationship. Totally. It's like, yeah. You spend a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. You spend a lot of time together with like a lot of like lights on you, you know, and it's just like kind of straining the relationship a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, but like I might be wrong in this, but I think it's part of why we broke up so soon. Like, yeah. We would probably have broken up eventually anyways, but mm-hmm. I just think it like speeded up the process a lot. I think, yeah, I think like it was the, like the reality show did add a stress on our relationship. Plus everything that's going on with my family. Yeah. Oh yeah. That t- too. Like I think oh that God. was the biggest strain, you know? Totally. It was like a lot at the same time. Yeah. Um, and I, I also thought it was super like weird and I wasn't that like comfortable like, it was just hard. I don't know. I wasn't that comfortable, so I started overthinking myself. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just being very self-conscious, too, which I, I, you know, like, now afterwards, looking back at it, I was like, geez, like, why did I care so much, you know? Mm-hmm. It should just have... It's easy to think back at it, but I should just have been more in the moment, just, right. you know, not caring too much about how I look or how I sound or, you know... Someone mm-hmm. actually commented on my Instagram. They were like, how does it feel being the only person in the show who doesn't dress fancy? No, was like, that was such a big insecurity of yours. I was like, yours. dude, I was like, I tried. Yeah. Like, I remember it was such a I, big... Like, I, I'm sorry, I don't dress up more than that. That's mm-hmm. my whatever. That's like, crazy. That's like stupid hate, I mean, though. who gives a shit? Yeah. But, uh, can I swear? Yeah. 
Beep. No beeps. No beeps. No beeps. Oh, wow. This is an unbeeped um, pop podcast. Beep free. But um, yeah, it was just funny. I mean, because I I was like, dude, you're really on point. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> but, so funny. You know, I mean, who cares? Yeah, but I definitely think it's hard in a relationship to be on show. Mm-hmm. No, I think you're right. I think it was it was definitely tough. Like we tried our best you know we communicated as much as we possibly could about everything it was like too much communication but that's the thing it was like a lot and since we still were fresh in our relationship for the most part it was like seven months or six months into the relationship that we had to and I was like I was like going to school like playing tennis like applying for jobs I just had so much going on too and then you had I mean I was also around but like everything with your family like Everything being like upside down, you know, it was yeah. just a whole roller coaster period. Mm-hmm. Moving in quickly too, I think also was like we needed it because of just life and like. A, but then I do think it added a little bit of stress too. I mean, to be honest, we basically lived together before that. <laughs> I genuinely just did not have my closet here, right, so I don't true. think it was a big all move. Right, all right, all right. But like, even though I don't think that we should have like been that much, mm-hmm. like I should probably have just been at home a little bit more, but. Which is hard logistically. Mm-hmm. That's true. You lived in Queens and I was in New York. So it was like a far trip. Everyone has seen where I live. Everyone has seen where you and lived. people has said what they think about Everyone it. Everyone watch My Orthodox Life if you want to see where Natalie lived. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So then that was what it's like being in a relationship together. Is there anything else like on the TV show? Is there anything else oh. that we should mention there? Do you think? Or they, they're all asking if we're still together and why we broke up. So I think we can move on to that. Just like the ending of our relationship. Mm-hmm. We stopped filming. It went two weeks went by. Um, and I think I just noticed something was like really different in your headspace. Mm-hmm. Um, and being myself, I had to tell you right away that I thought something was up. Um, and you being you, not lying, also being straight up with your feelings, just told me that like, um, I don't know where I'm at anymore. I need to think about it for a little bit while being gone. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, obviously that was a whole roller coaster because it came from nowhere pretty much. And then um, I kind of just like, not freaked out, but I like definitely was like, I don't know. I was for sure crying a lot that week. I was, everything was like super crazy. Um, just like overthinking things, like seeing you hang out with other people, never calling, never texting, like got super insecure. If you like were hanging out with other people or doing things, even if you didn't like, you know, I was just super insecure that week. Cause I just like, didn't know like what the fuck is going on. Like, why is this happening? Um, and I basically forced you to come back. Mm-hmm. Within like three days, like I did not give, want to give you space because I just, I remember I was like, if this is where you are now, it's not going to change. Like, mm-hmm. let's talk and then let's not because I'm very much an overthinker. Like when something is in my head, I can't get it out. Um, so I remember you flying back like that weekend or whatever when it started um, and then us just talking through it. Yeah. Yeah. And then we pretty much broke up. And like, I think that for me, I was just in a really bad place, you know, like with everything that was going on with my family, I was straight up depressed, you know, like I was not doing well at all. I think that was probably 
the lowest point, one of the lowest points in my life, you know, where I was, I, I legitimately contemplated getting a RV, buying an RV and driving. Oh my God. I'm serious. It's like, yeah. and then I had that. I like literally, I literally contemplate getting an RV and driving to the middle of America and just like going on hikes for like a month. Middle of America. Like I literally contemplated that. And then I'm like, wow, I can't believe I'm contemplating this. Yeah. Like that's kind of crazy. That's not good. You know, I should probably see a therapist. My sister told me that. She's like, Miriam, you need to see a therapist right now. So I did not see a therapist. I probably should have. Yeah. But I was just in a really bad place. And I think that I wanted to end the relationship with you because I associated like what our relationship was with like some of my depression. Mm. And that wasn't fair to you, obviously. But either way, I was thinking of staying at Stanford and you were staying in New York and we just stop being together yeah I mean yeah totally it was just like such a shock for me because you I think you left to Stanford and two three days later we started like fighting a lot because it was just like something was just so off and it's very easy to like notice those things because it's like your habits change like Mm -hmm. you didn't call you didn't text you were out super late you were like going to parties a little bit more I was not going to parties were you not? No. Yes. No, I was not. One, two, or three. No. <laughs> I, you, okay, you were just out late with friends. Yeah, I was just but spending like a lot of time with people. Uh, I, I mean, of course you were spending time with friends, but you're a person that goes to bed at 10. No, you know? no. I think like for me, I was like very happy to just like be back at school, you know, and just like away I mean, from yeah. all the chaos that was going on in this house. I mean, it makes sense. You yeah. just want to like also to turn your mind myself. off and like do things to yeah. not think about it. But for me, it was just such a like turn upside down because obviously I stayed here. So like my life kind of stayed the same, but without right. the cameras. Yeah. Um, she was just a very, a, like a huge shock. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's always a shock for people though, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. like, everyone always says like, Oh, but she told me she loved me the day before he right. told me we were planning our trip for two months out. And then he broke up with me. It's like, always like that. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I think that's like so common and everyone always says that. So I don't think that was any different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes like people don't fully say how they feel right away either. You know, like they wait yeah. until, which I think also was something that I should have done better. You know, I should have said earlier, like I'm feeling some kind of way and not like pretend that, or not even pretend, but just like want it so badly to be okay that I don't bring up yeah. any discomfort that you have because you don't want to have those hard conversations. Right. But that doesn't work. That's something that right. I learned, you know, like. I just think it's like you can't drop the bombs when you've like moved back. Like, you know, like those should have come like a week earlier when we had time to talk or like time to figure things out or time to like end things when we were together. Like they shouldn't come like three days after you moving and be like, oops. Yeah. I don't want to do long distance or, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. Like, and then (laughs) happened then. Two months later. So then this happens and we're still talking to each other like oh, every single yeah. day. We haven't really said what the reason was except for, well, I guess depression. Oh, I mean, like it was mostly that. And then we just me being in California and you being in New yeah. York. It was like the me whole, being young and like wanting yeah. the. I also have had a long distance relationship in the past. And yeah. I just, I can't do long distance relationships. Yeah. I don't think anyone can really do it that well. Or you have to be really freaking strong. Right. So I think we're too young to be strong for that totally, stuff. Totally. It's like, so, it will just hold you back. I don't know if I ever told you this, but like the day that, like the day I left after we broke up, 
I was on the airplane and just pro tip, everyone do not go on an airplane when you break up with somebody. <laughs> just don't do it. Just don't yeah. do that to yourself. Don't subject yourself <laughs> to that. It was a terrible, terrible experience. I literally could not stop. I literally, I, I, cause you know, I changed, I had a name change, right? So my name is Miriam Hendler. Now it's Miriam Hart. Oh yeah. So I had the wrong ID, um, going through the airport. I had my Miriam Hensler ID and it was Miriam Hart on the yeah. ticket. And so I remember I wasn't able to get on the plane. And first my thought was like, okay, maybe this is just a sign that I'm not supposed to be bringing up with Natalie. <laughs> like that was my first sign thought. one. <laughs> I was like, Jeez. maybe like I'm just supposed to turn around right now and go back, you know, like. Yeah. But then I was like, and then, so it was a girl who's the person checking the, to go through TSA. So I just went to another person. It was a guy and he looked at my ID and he saw that said Miriam Hendler. Then my ticket said Miriam Hart. I'm like, oh, it's all good. And he's like, okay. And he just lets me go through. Oh, so I got through. So it was all good. What? Finessing. Finessing. Um, I don't know if I can share this on that, whatever. But anyways, on the airplane, um, the, oh yes, I was crying the entire time. Like the entire time I was crying, I was asking for oh more God. napkins. I was like, do you have more napkins? You know, like literally crying the entire time. Yeah. And I couldn't, I felt so claustrophobic, like being, I was in the window seat. I just couldn't sit there anymore. I got up after like 30 minutes and it's a six hour flight, you know? It's a long flight. Yeah. I got up after like 30 minutes of like, like I'm, I'm going to like have a panic attack sitting right. in the seat, go to the back of the plane. And then the, one of the ladies, like the, what are they called? flight attendants yeah she saw that I was like distressed and she's like she said to me honey are you okay <laughs> you're like I want to jump out of the plane and then, and, then said, and then I just started crying and I just said I just broke up with my oh girlfriend. my god <laughs> yeah and then she's like oh honey and then after that I just sat in the back of the plane talking about love with these two flight attendants and them giving me talking just like about love yeah and just like they're like well if it was meant to be it'll happen in the future you know like and all these things I don't like, just bullshit but whatever <laughs> you think it's bullshit yeah but um yeah just pro tip don't do that no, ever go just on a flight after breaking up or after you run a marathon either because i feel like you'll oh, get that's sick true. you did that too yeah so just be careful with yourself You're hopping on flights at all the wrong <laughs> times girl mm-hmm so anything else we should say about, oh, oh yeah, that we did do. Oh a, my God. That, yeah. So we may have done a trip together after that <laughs> together too. Yeah. I mean, I still don't regret that trip though. No, I think we had a good time. Yeah. But we, like yeah. it was like very, not weird. I wouldn't say it was awkward between us. Like, okay. First it few was hours. The first was few awkward, hours. Awkward. But we had our hiccups. <laughs> we did have our hiccups. I was upset at you every now and then. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think it was a good trip. Overall, I so agree. So what happened was we basically had planned out this trip before we broke up. And then uh, we decided to go on it anyways. It's like a last hurrah because we broke up so suddenly. I don't know if I recommend it, honestly. I mean, like, I don't regret it. Like, I'm happy that yeah, we did it. Yeah, I don't it. regret it either, but like... Like, we had a good time. Is it a smart thing to do? I don't think so. I think it's like, it really depends. Yeah. You have to know your partner and know, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Do whatever feels good. Mm -hmm. um, but we did that. We did that, and then we were planning, we were about to be in Italy for 10 days, driving around there, um, and then we made it longer we and went it. to Spain yeah. for like five days. For like a week. For a week, so we yeah. obviously didn't want this vacation to end. Your sister also came down to us. Yes. <laughs> it was a girl's trip. Much it was about joined. to be the whole family coming down to Alicante. Yeah. Um, it was really fun. It was fun. But then we had a little fallout after again. Yeah, because then it was like we, I think like the feelings were redeveloped and it was like very difficult. 
Yeah. We're also so not in sync with our emotions. Like yeah. right after we went to Spade and I was going back, I had told myself like, we're not getting back together. Like, don't get your hopes up. Like da, 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 da. We go home and then you're the one who's like calling me like super sad and like, I don't know what we're doing, you know? Yeah. And then once your emotions were like cooled down, right. then my kicked in. Yeah. Cause like I wasn't stressed those first few days. Cause I don't know why either. I just like didn't think about it. I just wasn't sad. I didn't cry the first three days. And then when you stopped oh, Lord. crying, I was like, wait, why are we doing this again? <laughs> you know? So it's like, we were always like. I don't know. We were just not in sync with our yeah. emotions. Yeah. I feel like we just made ourselves. It was like pretty heavy for both of us. Because totally. You'd be like, you know, pouring your emotions on me for three days. And then I would be pouring my emotions on right. you for three days. And it was just like emotional roller coaster. Yeah. And then we got, we decided we called it. We weren't together we anymore. Called it quits. Yeah. Didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, like we, and then we took a, a pretty long break. Yeah, we did. We, we didn't like, talk to didn't each really other. talk to each other. I muted you on social media. I muted you. Um, yeah, <laughs> you remember that. <laughs> it was like watching my stories, the first one. And then at some point, like no more watching my <laughs> stories. I was obviously looking if you were looking, but. Of course, of um, course I was. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and. 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yeah, we muted each other on social media. We didn't talk or text for a little while. I don't remember. No, I think we did that intentionally. Like we did that with the intention of like, we, we made these promises to each other when we broke up and we still have kept to those promises. I think yeah. of like, we will never be petty. We're never going to like delete things on social media. We will always prioritize like friendship and love for each other mm-hmm. and always keep trust for each other. Yeah. And like we made these promises to each other and we have yet to break these promises, you know, like yeah, go, us. go us. Yeah. I think it's really cool. I think how we, handled our entire relationship for the most part we are young this is my first time being in love and like you know and for you also one of your first even still and like second second but still I think that we handled everything really well and even this on top of all this a show came out about us being madly in love with each other and we had to be at the premiere together watching us kissing and being in the room with each other for the first time in like three months too yeah like all that was happening at the same time and I think it's so cool that right now we're sitting together doing this podcast and like at the end of the day I think we both care about each other each other so deeply Mm -hmm. that like it's we both know it's just gonna be okay whatever happens between us you know in the future which is, I think it is in a way like a happily ever after. Like, even though we're not together, just our relationship, how it panned out mm-hmm. for the most part is a ha- like a modern day happily ever after in that sense, yeah. you know? We didn't U-Haul, but we, we didn't- stayed friends afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We didn't U-Haul, but we bought condos nearby and <laughs> have other people living in them. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So but what do you mean by that? <laughs> what does that mean? What do you mean? We bought con- condos nearby. Yeah, like, like we're still friends, but we're not living together and we're oh. like seeing other people and like it's oh. all good. Okay. That's what I meant by it. A weird analogy. Yeah, I was like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. That's any advice you want, want to give people in relationships or anything that like they can share? Um, I think we were really good at communicating, but I do think we should have been better at having our own lives more separately. Like I think my roommate has a super healthy relationship to her boyfriend and they're just like, you know, she, it's never a time where I feel like, oh, she's never with us. She's always with her boyfriend. Like they're just so good at like combining, like hanging out with friends or being together. They just have a really good balance. And that's something that I'm really going to like in my next relationship. Like, I think it's so healthy to keep your own lives a little bit separate, like bring them together, but also like make sure you like have your own people and like your own things to do. So you also like miss each other more. Like we were together pretty intensely. Totally. Um, so I definitely think that that's something that we could have done better or that I learned from it. Mm -hmm. Um, from our breakup, I think I'm like a person who wants to get to the bottom of everything. Like I always want to know, like, or try to understand. I feel, I always like, feel like if I understand something, it will be better or easier for me to get over it. But it's just not the case. Like you can't understand someone else's feelings it's very hard to like lo make someone's feelings logical. Like I never mm. thought your feelings were that logical. Right. So it's hard to like have understanding then. So right. you kind of just have to like accept that it is what it is. It's someone's feelings. You can't like, you can't always understand them. It's just what they're feeling. So just kind of like try to let it go in your head and focus on other things than solving or cracking the mystery of why someone like doesn't either isn't in love with you anymore or like, I don't know, doesn't want to be with you anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good advice. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if I have anything to add. Um, I think what did you learn? I think just trying to be as upfront as possible always. Like, I think one thing that I like should have done in our relationship from the get go is say like, I am so interested in school at Stanford, like from the get go, just so you know, like that seed's planted in your head, you know? And like, but I don't think that you didn't do that. I didn't do that. No. Cause like, in the beginning when you were thinking about not going back, I was like, no, you should go back. Right. You know, and you were like, no, I want to study at Stanford. I just like didn't know that you wanted to study another year at Stanford. Mm -hmm. So I think I should have said that I was thinking about that too. Like, you know, like just like being as open as you can with a person from as soon as possible so that they yeah. have like seeds planted in their head about things. So that things don't come as a surprise too. Um, I don't think it can be me. Okay, I think just, even if it's not for our relationship, I think in general, that's like a good yeah. thing to do. I hear you. Um, yeah, that would be a piece of my advice. And then, I don't know. That's it. That's all that's come to mind. I think we gave a lot of lessons in this, honestly, just by like sharing our story. Uh-huh. And yeah, so I think that's it. Thanks, Nat, for coming on to the- Wait, does this say it? Yeah, anything Oh my God, that's crazy. That's we talked about our relationship. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Wait, I want to think if someone asked something, like we have to go through- where we are now. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Okay, now, where are you at now in terms of, I guess, relationships? Because I guess we're talking about relationships. Like, if I have any new relationships? Or like, oh, yeah, what's the story? Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, I don't want to have a relationship right now. I am still super uncertain with my life in America. Mm -hmm. I have not. Um, well, I mean, I do have this amazing new job. But I still don't know my future here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get into something not knowing where I want to live or like, you know, it's just too much uncertainty. Like you'll never be certain, but like I'm in a like position extremely. of extreme uncertainty. Yeah. Like I can be out here 
not too long. So um, just like focusing on myself, my career a lot. Mm -hmm. So I'm not really looking for anything right now. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Me too. I'm also just in the same, I mean, I'm in score right now. I'm focusing on that. And then also my podcast and mm -hmm. life and like, I don't, I think like being in a state, what I've learned from being a relationship is that it's like very serious and like I takes up a lot of a person. And so, and that's good, but you have to want that, you know, and so I'm not in a place right now where I want that. And so, okay. yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. That's it. Those are updates on our love lives. Yeah. And yeah. Want to say kisses bitches with me? That's why I exit the podcast. Kisses bitches? Kisses bitches. That's why I exit it. You want to do it with me? Rhyme. It's a loose rhyme. I learned this in my poetry class. Kisses bitches? Yeah, you ready? Kisses, kisses bitches. bitches. Oh my God, I feel so good. Okay, I can cut that out. Cringe. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. <laughs> Not saying oh. it. <laughs>